This is how the birth of Jesus came about, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. But before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. We have reached the end of Advent. We're just three days away from Christmas. And today the gospel gives us what could be called the Annunciation to Joseph. In the gospel of Luke, chapter 1, we have the Annunciation to Mary. The archangel Gabriel announces that she's going to be the mother of Jesus and it's going to be through the Holy Spirit that she's going to conceive but today we read a parallel text that is called the Annunciation to Joseph. And it's not in the Gospel of Luke, but in the Gospel of Matthew. So as we approach Christmas, today we're invited to look at this great figure of the church, the spouse of the mother of God, the foster father of Jesus, the protector of the Holy Church, this great saint that is in, if you want, in a very VIP place in the nativity scene, no? like after Jesus and Mary, he got the best spot. And Joseph teaches in this gospel three things that we need to enter Bethlehem. That's the goal of this last Sunday. That's the goal of these last days before Christmas. By the way, we should not say Merry Christmas yet. That's kind of a C word, like we should say Happy Advent. No, if you want to be liturgically precise, happy Advent. So Joseph teaches us in this annunciation, in this gospel when he was sleeping because the annunciation to Mary was very supernatural. The annunciation to Joseph is more kind of quiet. When he was asleep, the angel appeared to him. So the first thing we see in Joseph is this deep acceptance of God's plan for him. Joseph is a great example of surrendering your will to God's will. It's a great example of recalculating in your life according to God's dream for you. Just put yourself in Joseph's shoes. She was, he was going to get married to this beautiful woman in all aspects. Mary was a 
beautiful woman and he loved her so much and he wanted maybe to have a standard life, maybe he wanted to live a quiet life in Nazareth. He wanted to be a biological father and all of a sudden, all his dreams are gone. He finds out that Mary is pregnant and he knows it was not him. So all of a sudden, all his plan collapses. So what should I do? He is thinking of divorcing her so she's not stoned to death as Jewish law will do. So he's thinking of leaving her quietly to defend her. He cannot understand what is going on because God's plan is unexpected. And that's when the angel comes to him in a dream and she says, Joseph, it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. So it was not you, it was no one else. It is through the Holy Spirit that this baby that is growing has been conceived in her. And the gospel says that he woke up, took Mary into his home, and he did what the angel told him. He obeyed. There are no words of Joseph in the gospel. We only have actions. He's a silent man. It's not that he was mute. He spoke, but in the gospel, there are no words. Just to stress that he's a man of obedience to the will of God. But the main thing we see here is that God allows, Joseph allows God to change his plans. And think of this in your life, how difficult it is to change plans. You have like, this maybe place set for vacation or this place set to go and eat and someone in the group, someone in the family says, why don't we do this? And you think, oh, you were thinking that this was a great place, but let's go. You know, like, it takes you some time to your mind to change your direction in your will. And that's what Joseph did. Yes, maybe he wanted to be a biological biological father but he's going to be the adopted father of Jesus maybe he wanted a tranquil life but he's going to be the one who leads the holy family from Nazareth then to Egypt maybe he wanted to be unknown but he's the most famous one of the most famous guys in the history of the universe and Joseph said yes to all those things and that's the first thing we should think about as we approach Christmas. In this year, is there anything in your life that maybe is forcing you to accept God's will in a new way? Maybe things that happened that you did not expect, you did not want, and maybe you're still struggling to accept, like death, changes in jobs, changes in relationships. You may be even questioning God's will and God's love for you. Say yes, like Joseph. Learn to recalculate. Learn to surrender. Learn to trust that when God invites you to make a step, he has something better in store for you. When God invited Joseph 
to join his plan, it was so he could realize that God is Emmanuel, that is God is with us. That's what happens when you surrender to God's plan. You experience in a deeper way that God is Emmanuel, that God is with us. So as you approach Christmas, learn to say yes to God's plan. The second thing we see in Joseph and the second condition to enter Christmas with a pure heart is to see Christmas as a kind of reconciliation checkpoint. Christmas or this time is a time to seek reconciliation. Think of Joseph. He was thinking of distancing himself from Mary. They were growing apart in a sense. But the angel told him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. The angel reminds Joseph, one, she's your wife. Don't be afraid to take her into your home. So God's plan reunites them together. Picture that re-encounter of Joseph and Mary, free of suspicion. Joseph now takes her son as his own son. What a beautiful re-encounter. It's not in the Gospels, but it's for sure there was a beautiful reunification. So that's the second condition to access Bethlehem, is to be reconciled both with those whom you love, because Joseph loved Mary, and to ask for a deeper love for them, but also to reconcile yourself with maybe people you feel distant. Who can access the mountain of the Lord, says the psalm today? Those with clean heart, those with blameless hands. Let me quote it exactly because it's a very beautiful who can ascend the mountain of the Lord or stand in his holy place? One whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is vain. We are Catholic. We don't know the Bible like precisely. So who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who can be before the presence of God? Who can enter Bethlehem and receive Jesus in a new way? Those whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean. You cannot celebrate Christmas with peace. Friends from a monastery called Bethlehem, as they do the figures, they pray. That's why when you pray before this manger, you are drawn to prayer. It has a contemplative aspect to it. So we bought it in Argentina, so the sisters made it in France. We bought it in Argentina, and for the last four months, figures to Washington DC and then her and Savannah brought them and she left me a note. Father, when I was going through security, the guy had no clue what were these figures. So he started scanning them to see if there was something dangerous inside. So Joseph and Mary went even through security to be here. But they made it through. And that's what we need to do before Christmas. We need to do this reconciliation checkpoint. Do some soul search and see if there's anyone to whom maybe your heart has grown cold. 
and maybe send a Christmas card to them. You know, you always send Christmas cards to those you like. Well, maybe send a Christmas card to someone you don't like so much. If I get a Christmas card the next day, I, I know it was you, so. <laughs> anyway, who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Those with clean heart, those with peace of heart. Let Christmas mount by Christmas. We can get too busy during Christmas, sending Christmas cards, buying more gifts, doing the Christmas dinner, welcoming these people that we're so lucky they come only once a year to visit us, and so on and so forth. That was a joke, not very good, but <laughs> just him of the meaning of this birth. The angel said to Joseph, she will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. Joseph knew in his mind that this was not just a baby. He knew in his mind as he entered Bethlehem that this was a salvific birth. That this was the son of God who was coming to save us from our sins. So it is good to feel good in Christmas. And we kind of feel good. We sing Christmas carols, we drink Christmas coffee and whatever. But you also need to think about Christmas. We need to think about what we celebrate. The mystery of our redemption. Do you ever have to explain what Christianity is to someone who has no idea? Someone made from another religion or someone who never heard the Christian story. It's an amazing thing. So receive the Christian message, the Christmas message, in a new way, with a new wonder, as if it was the first time, like in the case of Joseph. So let your mind be transformed and let your heart be transformed. Don't be indifferent to this mystery. What it might have been for Joseph that night to be next to Jesus knowing he was the son of God he might have been transformed by that Christmas so let this season change you Christmas is not a day it's a whole season celebrate the mass with faith on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day the word Christmas don't tell the secular world because I'm going to take this word but the word, word Christmas means the Christ Mass. The main way to celebrate Christmas is to go to the Christ Mass on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then all the days of Christmas we celebrate. Read Luke 1 and 2. Contemplate the mystery of that first Christmas in the Gospel. Pray the rosary like Joseph. Receive Mary in your home, and she will give you Jesus to you. So receive the Christmas message. Be transformed by it. So let us walk in these last three days to this beautiful place. Let us go with Joseph, with Mary, with the angels, with the shepherd, with the magi. And this sounds super cheesy, but it's the main thing of Christmas. Let your heart be like a manger. 
where Jesus is born in you in a new way through the power of the Holy Spirit. That is so true and that is so real. That will happen if you open your heart 